0: Welcome to Alive and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help, and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. Hi, this is Brenda with Alive and Active Life, and I'm here to tell you, it doesn't always go well. I have something for you to consider a scenario. If you were to stand in the middle of a busy intersection of a pedestrian and vehicle traffic area, you'd get significant impressions. Besides being concerned for your safety, you'd also notice that it doesn't always go well. The hair-raising screech of tires and squeal of brakes in a near-miss of cross-traffic. A motorcycle driver almost clips you with his daring zigzag around another car. A pedestrian pushes through and almost knocks others over. Someone does lose grip and drops a package. Then there's the motorist in a hurry and blazes right through a red light. You are almost run over as a bicycle whips by you. On top of all that, there's the airplane overhead much too low for comfort. You haven't even thought about a possible pickpocket. No, it doesn't always go well. And that intersection picture is how life seems to go too often. So much coming and going, pushing and dodging, very little downtime, even fewer pauses for reflection. You just gotta go somewhere and get it done. Then there's the drain from unavoidable demands, and forward thrust that's necessary for progress, even when things do go well. But things don't always go well. Many days, it doesn't always go well as you live your life. What can you do on days like that? If it weren't for people, life might go more smoothly. People affect what happens every day as they exercise their free will. Every decision affects something. Plus, the landscape is always changing. Business, education, politics, medicine, all have a push for results. People come and go. Special occasions do the same. Events absorb planning time and resources. And then they're over. Careers demand your best and then come to an end. Health takes a turn for the worse things you never dreamed would happen actually happen. All these things involve people. Some people leave you with precious and treasured memories. Others leave you with moments of hurt and slander. Still others add significantly to your growth. Every once in a while, you find people who are loyally dedicated to your life for the long haul. They form rare and treasured relationships. Even with good relationships and well-laid plans, life doesn't always go well. You need a lot of tug and pull to navigate unpredictable scenarios that life throws at you. Your patience and flexibility will be tested again and again. Creative problem-solving skills are a must and they are continually put to the test. Throw in a little more betrayal, some loneliness, strong opposition, unforeseen necessary deviations, lack of provision, treachery, desertion, health issues, and more. After all that, you would not be mistaken to say that you have had a tough life filled with troubles. With all that going wrong, what hope do you have for a meaningful life? How can you hold out for good things to happen? Is there any guarantee smoother days will come? There's a limit to how much tug and pull you can offer. And still, life remains very unpredictable with so little control, and you can get tired, sad, anxious you can become reasonably concerned, confused, and even grieving. Jesus himself gave the heads up. He said in John 16.33, In this world, you will have troubles. He spoke to the unpredictable state of affairs in the world. But another game-changer levels the playing field with some hope. Hebrews 13 verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In other words, as you work to manhandle all the unpredictable issues that come into your intersection, there is something that you can utterly depend on, something that never changes, something that is strong, firm, dependable, and that something is someone Jesus is always the same, and so is his word to you. You have options, promises, directives, wisdom, companionship, and you have a place where you can pause to rest. Jesus calls you to himself. He says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11, verse 28 He is your getaway. Couldn't you use a little more rest in your life? Well, what about hope? There is a good case for hope, if it is placed in God. Dependable hope is the reason people can trust God. It flows out of an interesting teaching Jesus gave His disciples. He said, whoever tries to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for my sake will save it. From Matthew 10, verse 39. This is an exceptional teaching. If you give your life up to Jesus Christ completely, you will save yourself. And this is where you find hope. He's always the same. He loves you. He will never forsake you, even when others may. The Lord matches your faith with strength, with power, and with companionship. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 8 reminds that the hope of your salvation is your helmet. Did you get that? Hope of salvation is your helmet, and you need a helmet in your intersection. Well, in 2 Timothy 4 verses 17 and 18, there's a practical, logical plan of how life-changing hope holds you steady in the worst of times and in the best. Here is the case built from these verses, and it's a good summary theology statement too. Okay, so the first part of that statement in 2 Timothy, the fourth chapter, is that the Lord is on my side. How can you say it better? God is for you If there is any side to be taken, and if you are trusting and obeying Him, God will always pick your side, every time. This doesn't mean He will do things your way. It means He will do what He knows is best for you. Even when you are not trusting and obeying Him, He is still doing everything possible to woo you back to the safe place of faith. God honors and rewards faith. That's the side He always stays on. The second thing that is clear from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 17 and 18 is that the Lord gives strength. There is no limit to the countless and creative ways that God can strengthen you. It always starts with the truths from His Word at some level. So, be in the Word every day. And here are some things that you can do to make that happen you can read it you can memorize it meditate on it picture how that actually looks practically applied in your life and that's really meditating and then you can literally apply it when you adopt this disciplined approach to god's word you have instant access to it all the time it's in you And it literally becomes your DNA. The joy, the adventure, the anticipation is to see what God will somehow do. How His strength always shows up for the person who trusts Him. His strength appears in big and in little ways. From a smile, to a nature scene, to a song, to quiet moments, to a kind response, to provision, to deeply needed peace and so much more. The third thing that comes out of that passage is that the Lord gives you a message. When you start living in the above two things that we talked about, the Lord is on my side and the Lord gives strength, when you start living in those two things, you have a message to share with the I generation. You know, this generation that is very techy. And this is not about you, not really. Although your life epistle, the story, your life story, is intimately involved, your real message is all about Jesus Christ. He gives you that hope, and you can pass it on. Strong hope. You gave your life to Him, down to the detail of daily living, and He saves your life and gives it back to you with peace and joy attached in the details of your daily living. Okay, so that was the third thing. The Lord gives you a message. Now added on to that is number four. The Lord delivers and rescues. Not only does God measure what dangers you will be exposed to, He literally steps in as a shield when you trust Him. He puts Himself between you and the enemy. You need this in your intersection. Life can get pretty sporty. Who will protect you? Who will step in? Psalm 34.7 says, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who trust him, and he delivers them. Psalm 91.11-12 says, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up. You see, God takes care of people who trust Him. He strengthens them to do what they otherwise could not do, and He shares His own personal resolve with those fully committed to Him. 2 Chronicles 16 verse 9 says, The eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. Patiently wait for His interventions. Keep trusting Him. Commit your ways, heart, soul, and mind to Him. He deserves it. God is faithful. And then the fifth thing is that the Lord is with your spirit. We already mentioned that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever from Hebrews 13.8. The Lord will never abandon or forsake you, though others may. He loves you deeply. He will never love you less. No matter what you do, his love is strong, dependable, eternal, and it doesn't depend on you, it depends on him. That means that you can do some things. You can trust him, you can stretch toward him, lean into him, and you can reach back to him. So there are five things that we pulled out of the 2nd Timothy chapter 4 passage. First, the Lord is on my side. Second, the Lord gives strength. Third, the Lord gives you a message. And number four, the Lord delivers and rescues. And finally, the Lord is with your spirit. So what are the application points when it doesn't always go well? Well, I would encourage you to look up Matthew 10, verse 39, Mark 8, verse 35, Luke 9, verse 24, and John 12, verse 25, and just skim through those passages. That's part of your application. I think you're going to find some very interesting things in those verses. Again, I'm going to say them to you in case you didn't catch them. Matthew 10, verse 39, Mark 8, verse 35, Luke 9, 24, and John 12, verse 25. I'll give you a clue. All those verses have to do with the person who, instead of focusing on saving their life, instead gives their life up to Jesus to save it. They're fascinating verses. Take a look. Then I want you to put pen to paper. First, what do those verses claim? What do they claim? What are they saying? Second, how do these claims affect your life? Because they do. Third, no matter how difficult your intersection gets, you can trust God even when it doesn't go well. And then four, what promise will you claim for your intersection? There's something in God's word for you. Why not claim it for the life intersection that you're in right now? I hope that you will think through all of these things It doesn't always go well, and when you're in a life intersection where there's all kinds of action and things are not going very well, you can know one thing, that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and He loves you. I just want to add that the content from today's episode is out of my book, More Epistles for an I-Generation, Relevant in a Digital Age. Please check out our website for that book to help you in your quiet time and there are many more resources and tools that you can use for your Bible study you've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org your web-based home for resources including books and eBooks, libraries of articles podcasts shareable images and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.